Thank you for listening to the Servants of Christ Jesus podcast. Today's homily from Father Paul Koska comes from the 27th Sunday of Ordinary Time. To support the Servants of Christ Jesus, please visit scjesus.org. The first reading we hear, the vision still has its time. It presses on to fulfillment. It will surely come. The The rash one has no integrity. The just one, because of his faith, shall live. The Lord, obviously, throughout salvation history, gave certain promises. He gave prophetic utterances to his people. But those promises were not necessarily like immediately fulfilled in the present moment. And so the people of Israel had to trust in the Lord. They had to trust that the Lord was going to bring about what he promised in his time. And sometimes the challenge that we face is we want the promises of the Lord in our time, according to our plan. And the Lord is inviting us to have faith. The Lord's inviting us to have faith in Him and to have faith in His timing um, and know that the Lord will bring about His purpose um, ultimately in the way that He desires and the way that is best for us. Because we can't see the We can't see all of human history. We can't see even our own lives. We don't even really know on a certain level what's going to happen tomorrow, right? We have a certain sense of like things in our schedule, classes that we have. We can't anticipate everything. I mean, so we're invited to trust in the Lord who sees everything. I mean, holds everything in his hand. In the second reading, St. Paul tells Timothy, stir into flame the gift of God. Uh, In the Greek, it literally means to start a fire, to rekindle a fire, to start up a fire that has, has has become dead. And so we're invited to listen to these words, which were addressed by Paul to Timothy, uh, who most likely is referring to the, his ordination as a bishop. So Timothy's ordination by Paul. So he's reminding him of what he has been entrusted with. But even though none of us in here are bishops, and only I'm the, well, there's two of us who are ordained, uh, who have had our hands laid on us in ordination, but nonetheless, many of us have received the gift of the Holy Spirit in confirmation. The gift of the Holy Spirit, which empowers us to be his witnesses, to be his witnesses. And so that's why St. Paul talks about, do not be afraid of your testimony Uh, to the Lord. And then he says that we were not given a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power, love, and self-control. We were not given a spirit of cowardice. Cowardice is the lack of doing what is good due to opposition, suffering, or some other obstacle. It's the absence of the virtue of courage. And so part of what we need to ask ourselves as we listen to this reading is we need to ask ourselves, are we actually living courageously or are we failing to live out courage and to think for yourself where have i exercised courage in my daily life this week and where have i failed to exercise courage in the concrete situation of of my own life and because sometimes we can hear these words and think like cowardice well i'm not a coward but then maybe you are maybe you have (laughs) maybe i am (laughs) Um, And so we need to be mindful of this and really consider the word of St. Paul and not just think of it, oh, like this is nice and happy thoughts. 
The other thing interesting about these readings, uh, about this reading in particular, is he talks about how the, the, the Lord gives us a spirit of power, love, and self-control. Now, we think the word power, and we might just think about like electrical power, what have you. The interesting thing about this word in the Greek is it's dunamis, which basically refers to, it's the same root word where we get the word dynamite, because, and the idea behind this word in Greek is that it is a power that is inherent to the thing. Now that might be like too philosophical, but it's, it's the idea that the power is flowing out of the thing. It's not like a, a, a power imposed on from the outside, but it's within the nature of the thing. And so what the Lord is saying to us is that the spirit that has been given to us resides within inside of us and that we're invited, that's why St. Paul says, to stir up the gift, the gift that is already within you. It's not like you're saying, give me something outside, but it's God has already given you the gift, and you just need to manifest the gift to stir up the gift that has been given to you. And the gift that has been given to you is a power which is powerful, that can manifest new things in your life. And so you can have hope, in the future. You can have hope in tomorrow. You can have hope for your ability to live a virtuous life because the power of the Lord that has been given to you. And the next word in addition to power that is given is power, love, and then self-control. Love in Greek has a, there's a number of different words that St. Paul could have used. He could have used uh, philia, which is basically brotherly love. It's where we get the word, the city Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. There's the word storge, I think. I can't remember what storge means. But, <laughs> but nonetheless, the word that's used in Greek is agape. And agape is a word that's particularly been basically like the deeper meaning of it has been infused by Christianity because the idea with agape is agape is self-sacrificing love. It's love that is disinterested in the sense that the person is loving not for their own sake, but for the sake of another. And so again, the Lord is giving us this gift. It is a, the gift of love, of self-sacrificing love. And so if you have lived a selfish week this past week, the Lord's inviting you not to live in that spirit of selfishness, but to live in the spirit of love, the spirit of charity that doesn't count the cost, that doesn't look for accolades, that doesn't look for somebody to give you a like on Facebook or whatever you use now, uh, but to just do it because for the sake of the person that you're trying to love, the person that's in front of you, not for any other purpose, but just to love that person generously. So we're called to this agape love that is given to us through the Lord's divine power. And then the last word that is used um, is self-control. Now, uh, the word in Greek is a little bit challenging to pronounce. It's sophronomos, which now you, I don't even, it's hard to even pronounce that word, but the word uh, in Greek can be translated self-control, it can be translated moderation, but it has this idea in Greek of soundness of mind. And so the idea with self-control, with moderation, is that I have a soundness of mind that I see the world clearly 
and that I'm not moved, my mind is not moved, is not blinded by falsehood, but I live in the truth. So it's not just self-control in the terms of like gritting my teeth and resisting things, but it's this idea of I want to live with a sound mind. I don't want to be overwhelmed by unreasonable things, but I want to be living um, in the power of the Lord. And so we're invited to that same self-control that St. Paul praises um, so that we can live a life without regrets, that we can live a life of generosity. And then as I mentioned earlier, uh, St. Paul reminds Timothy, do not be ashamed of your testimony for the Lord and endure your share of hardships for the sake of the Lord. Paul is writing this to Timothy as a prisoner. St. Paul is a prisoner for the Lord, and his imprisonment was because of his testimony to Jesus. And so St. Paul is encouraging Timothy to be as courageous as he was, to be willing to testify to Jesus, even if it cost the same thing as it cost for St. Paul, uh, that Timothy be willing to be imprisoned for the sake of his testimony to the Lord. But Timothy is not invited to have this power of testimony on his own strength, but St. Paul says, with the strength that comes from God. So we're not called to simply try to endure on our own, but to beg Jesus for the grace to be witnesses of his love and of his grace. And so what does it look like for you to testify uh, to the Lord? It can be as simple as praying before a meal. It can be your willingness to uh, speak up, to speak the truth in a situation where people might make fun of you for uh, the truth that you proclaim. But we're ultimately called to be faithful stewards of what has been entrusted to us. Uh, we're called to be servants of what has been entrusted to us. We ultimately are just trying to be faithful to the gift that the Lord has given to us. It's not, it's not my scripture. I don't own the Bible. It's not my church. It's Jesus' church, and I'm trying to be faithful to Jesus. I'm trying to be a disciple of Jesus. I'm trying to follow Jesus as best I can. And so you and I are called to be faithful witnesses to Jesus and to be faithful in handing on what has been entrusted to us. Because the reason why we have the faith today is because other people were willing to bring the gospel to America. Other people were willing to be missionaries to bring the gospel to the United States. Other people were willing to endure persecution in various countries for the sake of the gospel so that the gospel, gospel could be accessible to us today. And so we want to be at least as open to the Lord as they were. We want to try to be at least as courageous as they were in being faithful to the gospel. But then if we're faithful to the gospel, Jesus humbles us in today's uh, gospel reading because those servants who are faithful are supposed to say, we are unprofitable servants. We are only doing that which was commanded us. And so we're not supposed to exalt ourselves if we're being faithful to Jesus. We're not supposed to pat ourselves on the back if we're being obedient to the commandments. But we're simply called to be servants, to be faithful stewards of what has been entrusted to us. 
And so let us pray for that grace uh, to be humble. Let us pray for the grace to be humble, faithful stewards of the gospel message, the gospel message which has been entrusted to us, to realize that that gospel has been entrusted to us with divine power, with the grace of the Holy Spirit, which is given to us in power, love, and self-control, and that the Lord is more generous than we can ever ask or imagine, that if we strive to follow him, he will bless us more than we can ask or imagine, that he will empower us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit more than we can ask or imagine if we simply humble ourselves, open ourselves to his grace, and know that he is faithful to his promises.